Kia ora and welcome to the Kaka. I'm Bernard Hickey. This is my daily podcast in which I look at the political economy around the issues of housing affordability, climate change and child poverty. It goes out most days, pretty much every day when I'm not on holiday, uh, with an email newsletter via the Kaka, which is a substack. Today I wanted to have a look at what's happening in Auckland with the Auckland Council's finances and what it might mean for uh, the Council's debt and perhaps what it should do instead of what it's planning. On Friday, Wayne Brown, the new Mayor, announced that Council would consider this week a plan to sell the Auckland Council's 18% shareholding in the Auckland International Airport. The council, according to Wayne Brown, is in a fiscal crisis and needs to urgently sell shares to raise money to repay debt. Because, Auckland Council says, by doing that, selling the shares for around about $2 billion, it can reduce its annual interest costs by about $88 million per year. And this is true. Auckland Council has about $11.4 billion in debt and because of COVID and lower usage of public transport, extra costs, the Council's uh, operating balance is lower than what was expected a year or two ago. However, the Council actually is in a very, very strong financial position. And I wanted to push back at Wayne Brown's characterization of the situation as a fiscal crisis. He called a $295 million deficit in the operating balance for the council a fiscal black hole. Even though, when you look closely, you can see that Auckland's debt is significantly lower than the government's debt relative to GDP, and much, much, much lower than places that actually have fiscal crises. So that $11.4 billion in debt costs around about 10% of Auckland Council's revenues to service each year. That debt uh, represents about 240 to 50% of uh, relative gross revenues and that's the main metric that the local government funding agency looks at for councils. There is a hard limit on that of 270% but actually the, the council's own forecasts show that that percentage relative to the debt limit is falling over the next three to four years. Also the Auckland Council has a double A credit rating as assessed by Standard & Poor's and Standard & Poor's is the, the ref, if you like, on fiscal crises. It examines the reports and the finances of councils and companies and governments all day, every day, to judge whether it's a good idea for an investor to buy a bond or lend money to a council or a government or a company. So they're pretty good, generally, at measuring the risks and talking about it publicly. So if there was a fiscal crisis, you'd think that Standard & Poor's would be nervous and talking about it and threatening credit rating downgrades. That's what happens when your fiscal situation deteriorates sharply. It's noticed by the people who matter and they warn you about it. So 
what is this Standard & Poor's saying? Well, in September of this year, well past all of the changes in the financial outlook for the Council because of COVID, in September of this year, Standard & Poor's reaffirmed Auckland Council's AA credit rating with a stable outlook. It said that the Council's finances were solid and actually improving. And it included forecasts of its own showing that the council was likely to have a falling interest cost uh, ratio. So currently it's around about 10 to 12% of revenues are required to service the debt. That is likely to fall to under 10% by the end of the forecast period. So there is no fiscal crisis. There is no burning platform that things need to be thrown off. However, if you think that there is, and Wayne Brown certainly does, what would be the best way to deal with this? What would be the financially most prudent, sensible way to sell assets to reduce debt, if that's what you wanted to do? Well, firstly, you'd look at the most valuable assets, the ones that would reduce the debt the most, the ones that currently cost you the most. Well, you might be surprised to know, but the Auckland Council owns 13 golf courses around Auckland. They currently cost the council the equivalent of $162 million per year to run. That's in the costs of running the courses that aren't recouped from fees and leases and rents, along with the opportunity cost of holding onto this land which was valued in 2018 in a Martin Jenkins report at $2.9 billion. That land valuation is probably now well over $4 billion. So if you uh, sold the land for, uh, let's say, residential property development, then you would be able to pay a $4 billion in debt, reduce your interest costs by $160 million, on top of the $162 million in operating costs and opportunity costs that uh, you are currently paying. And remember that $162 million is paid for 6,400 members of these courses to uh, play 320,000 rounds of golf per year. That is an equivalent subsidy of $500 per round of public subsidies from ratepayers to individual golf club members playing each round, $500 per round. And we know that these courses could sustain tens of thousands of homes, and that's with much of that green space retained. There are plenty of examples of golf courses being converted into residential developments around the world, and I hope to talk about one in particular uh, more uh, later this week. So, the Auckland Council wants to sell its shares to reduce debt. It doesn't need to, according to the ratings agency that judges the sustainability of that debt. It's also refusing to use another option, which would repay much more debt, generate much more housing, and essentially be a better financial idea for the Council. So why is Wayne Brown persisting with this policy when it's clearly not financially needed, 
or the best financial option. Well, you've got to think back over the last 30 or 40 years and how our governments have operated, both at a central level and a local government level. They have effectively become very good at reducing government, central, local government investment in infrastructure for housing. They've done it, in part, to reduce debt, both central and local government debt, and to try to deliver tax cuts or smaller rates increases to ratepayers and to taxpayers. That's been very effective over the last 30 or 40 years at limiting the size of government to around about 30% of GDP. And that's, that puts us in the bottom half of the OECD in terms of the size of government to GDP. Our central government debt is around about 30% of GDP using the, the usual net debt measures. Uh, gross debt is around about 36% of GDP. That puts us at about a third of the level of the likes of Britain, which, by the way, is a country that actually has a fiscal crisis. Currently, Britain's debt-to-GDP ratio is just over 100% of GDP. And you might recall a few weeks ago, the former Prime Minister, now former Prime Minister Liz Truss talked about a fiscal crisis and the need for dramatic action. In her case, she, she planned tax cuts uh, and the markets didn't like that, sold off the bonds, forced the Bank of England to bail out the British financial system and within a few days her own MPs revolted because she had effectively broken market confidence in the British financial currency and debt system. So if we had a real financial crisis, we'd have some sort of reaction from the bond markets and ratings agencies similar to what we saw in Britain. But we're not. Why? Because Auckland Council's debt is a tenth of the debt of the British government. And the government debt, New Zealand government's debt, is less than a third of that debt. So we do not have a debt crisis. And if the council wants to improve its financial position, it would be better off selling its golf courses than selling its shares in the Auckland International Airport, which, by the way, in the five years until COVID, generated shareholder returns of 22.6% per annum for five years in a row. That compares with the interest costs on the debt of 4 to 5%. So Wayne Brown is proposing selling an asset which returned four to five times more than the borrowing costs on debt. I'm Bernard Hickey. That was the Dawn Chorus for the Kaka for Monday the 5th of December. Kaki te anō.